Hello and welcome to the Speaking Out podcast from the New Mexico Coalition Against Domestic Violence. Our goal is to highlight our programs and the amazing work that they're doing around the state, provide discussion around the topics of domestic violence, and create an environment of education and empowerment for anyone that may be experiencing domestic violence. In honor of National Hispanic Heritage Month, we wanted to spotlight one of our members, Enlace Comunitario, and the culturally specific work that they do for the Hispanic community in Albuquerque, New Mexico. This week, I have on Ana Lopez, Prevention Manager at Enlace. Well, thank you so much, Ana, for joining me today and for talking a little bit about your program. Could you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and a little bit about Enlace? Of course. Well, thank you for having me. My name is Ana Lopez Salazar, and I am the prevention manager at Enlace Comunitario. I moved from Mexico City to Albuquerque 14 years ago. And I've been working in the organization around 13 years. So I am so grateful that just to be part of Enlace Comunitario team. So the organization has been around for a long time, more than 20 years, providing services to immigrant families around domestic violence issues. So that Enlace to me, it is not just an organization, but it's my family as well. What is some of the work that you're most proud of that you all do at Enlace? Well, Enlace Comunitario has a lot of services. We have two areas. One is the intervention and the other is the prevention. So as an organization, it is very difficult to have these two components, two areas. So in the, in the intervention, we provide a lot of services. And these services are free for the community, for the Latino community. And not just the Latino, because we provide services to anyone. We don't discriminate to anyone. So the services that we have has to be with case management, learning how to navigate the system, and counseling. It could be individually or group sessions. And we have the legal services. So the intention of our services is just to help the victims of domestic violence to have all these resources, right, and be safe. After a long period of receiving these services, if they feel the victims said, you know what, I want to help my community. This is the unique about Enlace Comunitario. We have the prevention department. So the prevention department is where I am working right now. And it's just providing intensive training to the victims of domestic violence, and then they can go to the community and provide this information around what is domestic violence, how impact domestic violence to children, gender equality, what is self-esteem, what is self-care, all these topics to help our communities understanding what's happening with somebody is in a relationship, right? So just having this opportunity to have the prevention and education. It's very important, and I guess it's a unique for Enlace because not many organizations have these services, I will say. And our focus is just working on the leadership skills with the community because we want our clients to be leaders of their community and 
just to help other members and get the right information about what's happening, what are the resources in the community and their rights. Because as immigrants, we don't know, and I can relate to that. I didn't know what were my rights. I was afraid. So now I feel very confident and I just want to the community to know that it is important to ask for help and ask for what are the programs that you see any organization around you, just go and ask. So you kind of mentioned that this is kind of a unique aspect of your program. Is there any other aspects of your program that are different from other programs around the state? What I want to highlight about to be a unique program in Enlace with Prevention is that we really invest in our survivors and try to help them just to pursue whatever they need to do or they want to do because they, they've been struggling for a long time and just being in the Promotora program of the Youth Leaders program, it's an amazing component because they develop the leadership skills. And sometimes in our community, in the immigrant community, they don't have the opportunity to study. So when they are in the program, they develop these skills. So they are empowered, but sometimes they don't know, right? Of course. And our job is just to push that skill and say, look at you. you. You are doing it. You can do it, of course. And just supporting them and helping them just uh, having the right information and connecting with other organizations that are available. At Enlace, we said transformation, right? Our mission is transformation. And that works means a lot because my job is just to see how survivors are the face of transformation, how they are doing their work with having better education, having better opportunities, being independent. So that is a huge step that victims are having in unless it's just seeing that part how the the victim comes, receive services, and go to the next step. And then they are with us in the legislation asking for funding or moving, no? And and that is the intention just community, mobilizing our community in this aspect is huge and it's important. And, and that, I guess, it is special for Enlace Comunitari. I'm proud of that. It's just see the clients have developed their leadership capacity in a personal in a community level. It's, it's amazing. So my next question is, how is your program growing or innovating? What are some, some things that you're doing to grow in LASE right now? Wow, that is, that is a question that right now is growing. <laughs> it's growing uh, a lot. One of the things that we are doing is that LASE is collaborating with other organizations to advance equitable policy solutions to reduce system racist practices that target our neighborhoods who are Black, Indigenous, Latinx, Asian, Asian Pacific, in all communities of colors. And that is a lot of work, right? Because it's uh, just the collaboration and we are implementing new, new information, new implementing, just getting updated because with the pandemic, Everything is different now, and we have to 
we have to provide whatever is going to be better for our community. Nothing is the same. So in that aspect, we are growing. We are growing because we need to get new techniques to start working different, to provide teleconferences that now is different, like different abilities. And that is a huge step, not just for our organization, for the entire world. So we are trying to develop or to reach other organization, organization to see what is working in our community and how we can continue doing and improving our communities based on the needs that they are requiring. That is what we are doing. And Lance plans to engage community stakeholders in a collective processing to find solutions to high incidence of domestic violence in the community. So I guess uh, just taking together these efforts and working to prevent domestic violence, it's uh, growing, it's innovating, and it's always good to have this strong partner collaborations that help each other because this this work, it's, it's like that. It's a teamwork. We cannot do it alone. And I'm just so grateful, as I mentioned earlier, that we have the opportunity just to talk about it and that the coalition is having this space for us to be out there and just to get informed about what other organizations are doing or innovating. That is that is a huge step for us. As far as all of that goes with how you're growing, where do you want to see your program in the future? In like five years, 10 years, 25 years, how would you like to see Enlace Comunitario grow? What I would like to see is to have norms that support nonviolence and gender equitable relationships and promote women's empowerment and equality. And that is going to be in a long journey, right? Because we are doing it. But engaging with this younger generation are going to be part of this movement. So that is the intention of that is what I would like to see in LASE. And just to have like a younger generation doing this work and advocate because we, we need that. We need new ideas. We need to integrate different strategies. And for that, it's a collaboration in any aspect, younger, adults, elders. So just to, to see that, that movement, to have these norms. I would love to know what is one of the most difficult situations you've had helping a survivor and what could have helped you with this challenge? I guess the lack of understanding victims in the legal system or, or with the police enforcement, it's, it's a challenge because there are a lot of issues in this aspect, like language barrier, for example. And sometimes most victims, they are afraid in that phase. And when they are trying to ask for help, they don't get it. And I guess that is a lack of understanding about domestic violence or intimate partner violence and just to get uh, trained in the right way to these uh, institutions and higher positions that be more aware of 
the victims and what is happening. And I know I get it. It's kind of frustrating sometimes because there are a lot of issues happening with different cases. But just that, that I guess that is one of the the challenges that I see with victims and yeah, the experiences that survivors share with us is just that, no, the lack of understanding during they're going through the process. What is one of the most challenging issues that your clients face in your community specifically? There are many. Right now that everything is getting expensive, yeah, just surviving, just surviving, getting able to manage their life as I mentioned, it's it's a challenge. Prices are getting really, really high and families are struggling with housing or, or rent, you no know, rent assistance, food. Now I'm seeing that they are more comfortable having these uh, sessions by uh, teleconferences or connecting in the computer because they don't they don't have money for the gasoline and just get into the services and and it's been a challenge. It's been a challenge, uh, that part. And that's what I'm saying, that we need to to be open and understand what, what is happening in the community in order to have all the services like, okay, now it's going to work in a different way and let's, let's do it. Let's do what the community needs. So I'm just seeing that. And another big factor that I'm seeing is mental health. It was before, but right now in this time, I feel that it's getting worse. The sequels of the stress with the pandemic, losing some family members and friends and jobs and everything really, really affected the community and having a lot of issues with mental health issues. And in our community, we don't have the right education to get the resources for that because it is a stigma of you're crazy or things like that. So we need to educate our community in that aspect. But as well, we need to get resources that are available in in Spanish and in English are important. So that is a huge thing that I'm seeing in the community, just listening in the groups. I'm having this issue. I'm having... I'm struggling with the situation in his mental health. That is a, a big challenge that we are facing right now. It's a lot. It's, it's so a lot much. to process. It. And I guess the community is, is talking, is, is sharing this information. I'm having this situation with a member of my family or a close relative, partner, or friend, or their children. So they don't know how to deal with this situation. And... I guess that is a new path for the organizations and programs to start developing something because they're going to need access to those services and information. And because of the need, we are going to need to create something or not to create, but just to get informed about what is available for them. How would you see that happening? Are are you planning to employ therapists under Enlace? Are you planning to reach out to the community and get people involved in that way and then just have resources available? Like, What is um, your goals? Our goal is always 
to the safety of the community and just to provide the services. And Enlace Comunitario is always trying to get that aspect of, of safety and counselors. We have counselors. Right now, we are hiring positions for counseling. So it's happening. But in addition, just participating with different organizations and coalitions about this matter and speaking up just to have upgrade some health fairs regarding this aspect and provide resources. So that is something that we are doing for sure, because it is important, as I mentioned, it, it's a new aspect. And I think the organization are trying to figure it out how to create these spaces for the community and provide the information that the community are asking for help. So if someone were listening to this and they wanted to better understand how they could help, what would you tell them to do? I will say that it is very important if you are walking and you are seeing some resource, just engage with that resource or information organization, whatever you find next to you, connect, engage, because that is going to be part of helping you individually, but helping other members of your community. And that is how we work. We said, I went to this place and they provide this information and I'm listening that you need this. So I recommend you this place. So just connecting, engaging with communities and supporting each other. And of course, take advantage of the services because the services are there for us for our community and we need to really get advantage of them right especially if it's something that is going to work for you so not being afraid for asking and get the information because one door is going to be open and then it's going to be another and another so that is a way that i will say to the community just ask for help and that is another thing we don't really have the education of I don't want to ask for help I can do it by myself we need to learn to do that because if we are silenced and quiet we are not getting anywhere so that's that's the way of growing to just asking and see like do you know this please or how I can get help and that is a way to really move and grow in that's how I see it how do you and your staff take care of yourselves? Well, in Enlace, everybody supports each other. As Latinos, we like to eat. <laughs> so we have a lot of, uh, well, not a lot of, but we have some gatherings sometimes and we share a meal. And just having that moment where everybody is sharing something or laughing or that is fun for us. And as I mentioned, Enlace, <laughs> feels like a family. So everybody is like, oh, I'm going to do this. Or that is one of the things that we are dealing with our self-care or taking care. And we have a wellness benefit in the organization that allows to spend some certain of um, money to do an activity that is going to help with my mind or with my heart or with whatever, just going to counseling or receiving some kind of um, yoga class or whatever it was for any of us, it's appreciated. And that not a lot of organizations have this benefit. So Enlace is doing that for the employees, which I'm really grateful for. 
and that we have the funding, right? Because funding, it's, it's important. And uh, that is something that I want to mention too, that the prevention area is very difficult to get the funding sometimes. And I just want to say thank you for having what we have in the prevention and all the programs in around the world, because we need it. We need to educate our communities and we need the funding for sure to move forward with our dreams or goals in the organization. I'm so glad that you mentioned that. Lastly, would you like to say anything about the award that you just won with DomesticShelters.org? Yes, yes, yes. I want to say that it is important to be recognized because it's a, in a daily basis, you get lost with the work. And I want to share a story or a case that goes in with this award. So we have one of our promotoras that opened her food truck. She was flying with us for some years and she was working a lot in herself. Then she was a promotora. So promotora means that she's kind of a community health worker. She was doing some uh, table information events as well as presentations in the community. But in one of these events, she was hosting the, the table information with other organizations and she connected with another organization and that organization helped her with the process of getting her food truck. So this, this is a small example of how Enlace helps women or victims of domestic violence to succeed. And maybe it's like, it could be, this is a dream of her dream, but it's a huge step because it's the lack of English, not knowing the system, going to counseling, legal services, case management, and it's a long journey. And then going to the prevention phase, getting educated, mobilizing the community, preventing domestic violence, informing the community, and then getting her for truck. So now we have one promotora that is going to do that. And that is thanks to all the services that Enlace provides. So intervention and prevention and the collaboration in other organizations around Bernalillo County. So that is that is something that speaks about that recognition, the work, the commitment. And for this work, it's, it's passion and compassion, right? To do it. No, nothing else. I think it's, that is part of the process. And just it's, it's rewarding to listen that Enlace won that prize, that award, for sure, for everybody. Because it's an effort of all the staff members and in a collaboration. Well, congratulations, and, and we are so glad that you're being recognized for the amazing work that you're doing. And and I love that story. It's like it really speaks to what you mentioned earlier about the transformation of like really empowering these survivors to move forward and like really create change in their community, but follow their dreams. And like that's ultimately, you know, what every survivor deserves is to be able to follow their dreams. And so that's a, a beautiful story. Thank you so much for sharing that. Is there anything else you can think of that you would like to say before we sign off today? Just thank you for the space, for the invitation. And as I mentioned earlier, just to have um, the space and sharing this information, because sometimes we get overwhelmed with work and listening some part of 
what we are doing, it is important to us. Like, uh, we are not alone. There is help. And I know that if I reach out for support with other organizations, I, I will have it. So it is important to me to listen to the podcast and, and amazing. So I'm just like so grateful for that. Thank you. Well, thank you. We're so grateful that you were able to make the time and, and for um, your willingness to be on and to talk today. So thank you so much. Thank you. We want to thank our programs that work tirelessly across the state to support those affected by domestic violence. Each and every staff member, advocate, therapist, and supporter is important. We appreciate you. If you or someone you know is experiencing domestic violence, there is help available. Please call the hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE or 1-800-799-7233 or visit their website on a safe device at www.thehotline.org. Love our conversations? Make sure to subscribe, rate, and share our podcast. You can submit questions and feedback to rochelle at nmcadv.org. Thanks for listening in.